So the episode you're about to hear, I recorded last year in November. And so some stuff may not add up to where we are presently as far as like things that I'm referencing. But what I'm talking about is still relevant and valid and true for me. It's still something I think would be beneficial for other people to hear if they've had the same experience. And because it is still very much a part of what I'm going through currently, I think it's good to share. Um, Also because we just had our new moon in Libra on the 25th, I think this is a good time to talk about relationships and balance and healing and all of those things um, because that's the theme of this new moon. So what better time to share this episode than now? So I hope that you all enjoy and thanks so much for listening. Here's the episode. to another episode of Healing with Nama. I'm Casey and today I'm going to be talking about working through my relationship trauma and my blockages, um, my relationship blockages. So first off, um, thank you for tuning in again. Uh, Remember that you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and don't forget to you know like subscribe share follow all that good stuff so that we can keep this going and build the momentum of the podcast i have some really good ideas in the works and i'm really excited to keep this um this new venture going so i appreciate everybody's support um, up until now so talking about working through my relationship trauma i have actually never been in a serious relationship. I'm in my early 30s um, and I have not been in a serious relationship. Um, And that comes from fear, mainly fear, just fear in different ways. Um, Because growing up, I was not, I did not see healthy relationships. I did not see functional marriages, relationships, commitments, Um, and it just wasn't something that's familiar to me. And on top of that, I saw a lot of unhealthy, like very unhealthy, physically abusive, like domestic violence, verbally abusive relationships in different ways with the people, you know, the adults around me, not my parents, because my parents never... Um, were physically, um, they never got physical with each other, um, but they, they did argue a lot. And so that was not, that was also an example of an unhealthy, excuse me, an unhealthy relationship. Um, so just 
pretty much from the time that I can remember, it just was chaos. As far as relationships went, I saw a lot of what not to do, and I never really was around people who communicated and actually, you know, really loved each other and were healed and, well, I mean, as healed as you can be. And we're really going to therapy and working to maintain the relationship, build the relationship, strengthen it. None of that was happening. And so as an adult, you go through life thinking that that's normal, even though you know it's not normal. So even though you know people shouldn't be acting that way and they should be kind to each other, you kind of just assume or start to feel like, That is what relationships look like. And that is what's going to happen to me when I get into a relationship. And for me, the fear of being hurt or rejected um, by my partner because of the physical violence that I witnessed, um, fear of being vulnerable with someone for fear that they might hurt me, um, and being paranoid about people's intentions in friendships and relationships hindered me a lot in my beginning stages of life and and adulthood Um, I wasn't trusting of people because from what I saw you couldn't trust people you couldn't trust people to not you know not hurt you to not be physical you didn't know when somebody was gonna you know you didn't know when things were gonna just go left so for me I guarded myself and I became more quiet and reserved and shy and that just kind of became my role as years went on and what people expected of me Uh, but it was my way of kind of withdrawing and in some cases trying to keep the peace so if I don't you know say anything or do anything then maybe it won't cause an argument or there'll be nothing to argue over or whatever you know, as a kid, you kind of take on, um, you take the blame for things that have nothing to do with you and you don't know any better. So in your mind, it's like, you just want things to be calm and you want things to be peaceful. So whatever you feel like you, you should be doing to do that, then you just do it. And that's, that's how I've been. That's how I was. I'll say that's how I was up until about 26 27 um, I just was <clears throat> really closed off really skeptical untrusting of people surface you know surface level friendships relationships didn't really have a lot of friends uh, more like acquaintances and eventually got to the point where I started to open myself up to people in friendship and allow myself to be vulnerable and you know, make friends and all of that stuff. But going back, um, the reasons, aside from, you know, the the violence and stuff like that, um, just fear, you know, the fear that that kind of behavior is typical and normal and that's what you can expect if you're in a relationship. And And it developed a fear of men within me too, obviously, you know. So I'm seeing all of these men being physically aggressive or you know, just mean or um, emotionally unavailable, hurtful, or whatever the case may be. And I'm not seeing any good, healthy examples of 
being loving and being kind and you know all the all the flowers and roses that you would want to see I did not grow up seeing that <clears throat> my dad is a nice you know he's a nice guy he never put his hands on my mom but he is not an emotional person he is very like cut and dry he's an Aries so you know he's got that like alpha male energy and there is no emotion like and for me I am an emotional person so that was something that was lacking and something that I'm still working on um, because both of my parents were not fully emotionally available for me as a child and so you start to think that you just are, are never gonna get that but you're still craving it and you're still needing it and you're still wanting it and yeah so it just develops you know different things in you and for me different behaviors like being overly attached to you know things or to people and worrying that if you know like my friends or something or if somebody else has their attention and that means that they don't like me anymore or they don't need me or you know something like that and it's because I didn't feel I don't I guess it's a, like a fear of rejection so um, I had to learn all of that and I had to work through it I also didn't have boundaries for myself so when you grow up you know like that where people are not respecting other people's boundaries um, setting boundaries is not really a thing because it you know everybody's kind of just living in chaos and you know working and surviving from their own traumas and not really understanding what's happening but they're just surviving and not thriving and so for me I didn't know what boundaries were I didn't know that I was supposed to have boundaries I became a people pleaser I wanted people to like me and I would do you know I would just wouldn't say anything I wouldn't stand up for myself I wouldn't you know stand up for other people for fear that they would people would turn on me and start picking on me or whatever the case may be so I just didn't have any real self-respect or self-love and I was unsure of how I wanted to be treated and whether or not I deserved to ask for my needs to be met and that is a big one so not knowing what healthy behavior looks like and what healthy relationship looks like um, friendships or romantic relationships um, makes for a person who is unsure of how they want to be treated because there is no I don't have anything to pull from I'm just kind of grasping for straws like I think this is the right way to be treated or maybe I'm not really sure you know you start to hold on to those things that feel familiar even though they're not healthy so not getting your emotional needs met um, not being able to fully trust someone or having people pick on you or talk down to you in a quote-unquote playful way starts to become comfortable because it's familiar so you have to I had to and have to learn how to accept healthy behavior because I still find myself now um, feeling awkward if people if there is no chaos as as you know odd as it sounds because that's how I grew up and that's what I've been around and that's what I know if it's just peaceful 
it's a little bit weird. And so I'm having to reprogram myself to accept being at peace and being still and having people pay compliments to me and treat me well and just healthy all the things that you would think would go on in a healthy relationship and i say healthy healthy is subjective it can be different um, from person to person but there are things that you just know most people are going to consider healthy like caring about somebody's feelings not putting them down um, being there for them supporting them all those different things is, you know are characteristics of a healthy friendship relationship whatever and so for me, I had to cultivate within myself, how do I want to be treated? And what type of person am I so that I know, not what type of person am I, but to have some self-respect, that's what I'm trying to say. To learn to respect myself enough to understand that I want to be treated well and I don't want to be talked down to and I don't want to be emotionally rejected and I don't want you know to people please and to have people just say flippant things or whatever the case may be I want to be treated with respect and that started with me first respecting myself so I had to learn how to respect myself and then I with that comes understanding that I am allowed to ask for my needs to be met I am allowed to set boundaries. I'm allowed to say, I don't like when you say that to me. I don't like this behavior. This is how I want to be treated. Um, no. And just saying no is a big thing because that was something that I would not say before. And I'm still working on it. I've gotten better, uh, but I'm not where I used to be where I kind of just let people walk all over me in the earlier part of my life. And it was just a doormat. And I didn't feel like I deserved to tell people when I didn't like what they were doing. And I also wasn't always sure if I didn't, I didn't know how I felt. Because like I said, I grew up feeling, you know, like this. I had love. It wasn't like I was, you know, neglected or anything like that. I knew that my family loved me, but the way that they expressed love in some ways that was normal was uncomfortable and abnormal for me. And I've always been a little bit different. They say that, um, my, they say my family tells me all that all the time. I've been different since I was born. I've just been like an old soul and sensitive, emotional, uh, wanting to work things through and talk things out, which is uncommon um, in my family, the people that I grew up around it was just something that you didn't do and so nobody really knew how to handle me um, and then in turn it started to be a thing where I started to feel badly about who I was so now it's like you're the oddball out you're the sensitive one you're the crybaby you're the whatever so you're bad when in reality it wasn't me being bad it was me being different and wanting to just express myself and feel comfortable and safe and all those different things and looking back on it now it's like I'm not the odd one out you guys are odd and it just seems normal because that's how that's how our society was or is 
where people just, and especially in the African-American community, I am black and a lot of the times we don't deal with our trauma, our emotions, we don't go to therapy, we don't deal with stuff. We just kind of move past it and then <clears throat> it just follows from um, generation to generation and then the next thing you know, somebody comes along and is like, I wanna stop this. And if you are that person like I was, you go through a period and you may still be in that period of feeling bad about yourself. You feel like you're a bad person, something's wrong with you. Why am I so sensitive? Why do I cry so much? How come I can't be tough like them? How come I can't stand up for myself? Uh, how come I'm so scared of you know this, that, or the other thing? And it takes a toll on your self-esteem. It did for me. It made me feel weak. It made me feel lonely and sad and just, yeah, just weak. Weak is the best word that I can use to describe it. I felt wrong and I felt bad and I felt weak. And so that made me even more so retreat within myself and not stand up for myself because then I started to believe what I was being told about myself, that I was shy, that I was scary, that I was weak. And I don't think anybody ever told me I was weak, but you start to believe those things about yourself and then you act accordingly. So it's like that self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's for sure what happened to me. And it all stems from just my early childhood experiences and not being around people who had fully worked through their traumas and understood their behavior and the, the consequences of the way that they were acting or even that their behavior was an issue because it was always like that. You know, if you, if you are always in that environment and you don't know anything different, you're not necessarily gonna think it's wrong. It's not until you see another side or somebody points it out to you that you might realize, hey, oh, this is maybe not a healthy situation. There's a different way to do things. And I think that that's where I come in uh, for most of my immediate family is fighting that stigma of just keeping things going the way that they've been going and uh, just allowing things to just, allowing the cycle to continue. I, I'm not able to do that. I literally don't have that in me and there's just something in me that cannot settle. I can't not, I can't live in dysfunction anymore. I can't not say when I'm feeling a certain way. I can't allow people to treat me any old way. Um, it's very damaging for my mental health to be in an environment where I feel uncomfortable or it feels unhealthy or the vibes are low and or the energy is just off. It is physically draining for me and therefore it is impossible for me to be in situations like that. So getting back to me being in me being in relationships and having romantic relationships and friendships, I had to learn that everybody is not going to hurt you. And opening yourself up and being vulnerable is a, 
is a chance and it's a calculated risk and there is a chance that you could get hurt but that doesn't mean that it's the end of everything it doesn't mean that you stop trying and it doesn't mean that people all people can't be trusted it doesn't even necessarily mean the person who hurt you can't be trusted it just means that in that moment you got hurt and now depending on the situation we have to figure out how to move forward sometimes people will intentionally hurt you and then you get to decide how you move forward or don't with that person sometimes people hurt you unintentionally um, and you know say things or do things that make you feel sad or make you feel bad and they don't intend to to make you feel that way or they don't realize that that's what's happening for you and it's important to stick up for yourself and to start understanding when something doesn't feel good for you and allowing yourself that space to take up space that space to take up space the ability to take you you matter it's okay for you to take up space it's okay for you to be in the room it's okay for you to say that I don't like that it's okay for you to voice your opinion and express yourself and you don't have to dim yourself down uh, because of how you grew up or other people are over talking you or whatever the case may be you have to ask for what you need and I am still learning that I've gotten much better about it it's taken me a long time to get to the point where I am now and I'm I still have my moments of it being hard for me to figure out how to to approach people with certain things especially if it's something confrontational oh my gosh I can't say the word confrontational but it's necessary it's necessary for me to keep trying because then it gets easier once I keep trying and it gets easier and even if I try and I mess up that time it's still okay because I tried and then after a while it's not so scary so that's the main thing to remember if you're trying to break yourself out of this um, relationship trauma and blocking yourself off from having friends or dating or just accepting love from your family from yourself is to remember that you do deserve to be loved you do so all when you're first born you are like free and clear you're clear your energy is clear everything's clear and then as life goes on life piles things on top of you and you for kind of forget who you are or who you were and then you have to kind of peel back all those layers and find yourself again and that takes a lot of work and it's not gonna be easy and if you're like me you might get a little anxiety you might be depressed for a little bit but it's going to be worth it in the end and you are going to build so much confidence you're going to be so happy with yourself and you're going to be so proud when you look back and see how much progress you've made um, from being a people pleaser and being fearful and scared and closed off to being more open, allowing people to see you, allowing yourself to be seen and not hiding yourself and walk out into the world and know that you deserve to be there and you deserve to take up space. Um, there's room for everybody. So 
that's what that's what I've been working on and finding friends that accepted me for who I am actually helped a lot so I started working on opening myself up to friendships at work so I had people at work that wanted to hang out with me wanted to get to know me wanted to be my friend and at first I was like no like I would make up excuses I would say I'm busy or I don't want to or whatever I just wasn't going because I don't know you and I can't probably can't trust you so I'm not going and then eventually I was like I'm gonna start saying yes like these people are really trying to be my friends they seem nice enough we see each other every day at work we have stuff in common I'm just gonna say yes I'm gonna try and then I I did it was really awkward and uncomfortable at first I had to learn uh, how to be myself and not kind of conform to everybody else's personalities and it still took me some years after making friends to really open up and be myself at first I kind of was hiding parts of myself that you know I didn't want them to see or maybe I thought that they would judge me or I would I was embarrassed maybe not embarrassed about but I was worried that they would judge me or that they wouldn't like me because I was this way or that way and having to navigate friendships for the first time was tough and it was necessary and it just took me getting out of my comfort zone and starting to say yes to people who wanted to hang out with me and being mindful obviously taking calculated risks so I'm not going out with people that I don't know just strangers you know or people that I feel um, are into bad things or would lead me into a bad situation I felt comfortable enough with these people to go out with them and hang out and see what it was like and then eventually it became easier and then you know it became easier to talk to them it became easier for us to hang out and then before you know it you have a friend you have friendships and that's not to say that all of a sudden everything goes well because for me I still had to learn how to be a friend I didn't know how to be a friend and I didn't know how to have a friend so I had to learn um, the things that you can and can't do in friendships like I was in the beginning stages of my friendships kind of possessive over my friendships like if somebody I remember one time one of my friends was saying oh I'm gonna go to lunch with this person at lunchtime at work and I was like oh so that's your best friend now you know because we would always go to lunch together and I had to learn just because she's going to lunch with somebody else doesn't mean that you're not important anymore you're still important but people can have more than one friend and you can't be everything to everybody so just know that you're still important it's not that they don't like you it's just you're just not going this time and that's okay so I had to learn all of that kind of stuff and I had to learn um, to just be okay with being alone sometimes and not going and not feeling like I had to say yes every single time because at a certain point I felt like I just was saying yes just to say yes um, and sometimes I didn't feel like going and that's okay too when you're making friends and you're trying to get out of your comfort zone 
you don't really necessarily have to do every single thing sometimes if you just really don't feel like it then just don't go but for the most part try to say yes and try to get yourself out of that comfort zone and even if it's just for a couple hours get yourself out of the house and try so that was one way that I worked through my friendship like relational traumas because when I say relationship I don't necessarily just mean romantic relationships I mean relationships in general so friendships are also relationships you're relating to someone so working through my French my friendships like relational trauma regarding my friendships required me to step out of my comfort zone and to continually step out of my comfort zone to learn and to be open and to forgive myself when I felt like I made a mistake to forgive the other people if they did something that bothered me and they didn't intentionally do it and to learn that everybody isn't your friend sometimes you're just hanging out with somebody for a little bit and then you just don't hang out anymore sometimes you're friends for a couple years and then you know that friendship is over and learning how to let go is going to be really important the main thing is are these people intentionally hurting you or being mean to you or talking about you or um, gossiping about you if that's the case then those really aren't your friends but if it's a case of where you know people just grow apart people start making other friends and doing different things and life just takes you in a different direction and that doesn't mean that that person was never your friend it's just it's just time to move on and I'm learning that too and learning to be okay with um, not going into every single friendship thinking that we're gonna be friends forever and like holding on and being overly attached and understanding that it's okay to let go and as far as relationships because I've never been in a romantic relationship I have dated if you want to call it that and put myself out there in ways that I never would have before and that happened after I started making friends and it built my confidence and I started feeling like okay let me try this out and you know meet people and see what that's all about um, met you know different types of men and figured out what I liked and what I didn't like and all but always in the back of my mind not really trusting them and kind of having my doubts and my fears and my projections of what's probably going to happen um, but still wanting to try and you know at a certain point I was like 26 by the time I started really trying so at a certain point it's like okay like when are you going to get out of that show and that fear and stop being scared um, and really really try and so I tried online dating and mostly just online dating that was what it was if you've ever done online dating sometimes it works for people sometimes it is just not it's just not anyway so that's you know that's where I met my twin flame and that whole that whole experience opened me up even more to understanding what love feels like in a romantic sense so um, what a 
potentially wanting to be in a relationship was like because up until that point I had never wanted to be in a relationship with someone and then obviously being triggered from that twin flame relationship brought all that unhealed trauma all those childhood fears everything that I had ever needed to work on right to the forefront and then that's you know that was the catalyst for my spiritual awakening which I talked about in the last episode um, and has taken me through many twists and turns and has opened my heart wide open and helped me to understand continually understand how to even love myself and what that even looks like and when it is that it is okay to tell someone that you don't like the way that they're treating you or you don't like being treated like an option or you feel like you don't really matter to them or they're not um, giving you what you need instead of just accepting whatever they give because you like that person and that's where I was in that situation um, was just kind of going along with things because I felt like if I say how I feel he might not like it and, and he's gonna go away and I don't want him to go away because I like him and so you get kind of like clingy or worried or fearful that you know something that you're gonna do is gonna push them away and then they're gonna leave and then you're gonna feel abandoned again and you end up not being true to yourself and you're not getting what you need and start settling and I felt myself getting to that point and eventually is luckily it happened pretty quickly for me like a few months I had to understand that I don't want to do I don't want to be treated like that anymore by anybody not even just in a relationship by anyone I don't want to be treated like an option I don't want to um, have my time wasted I don't want to feel like somebody could you know take or leave talking to me or being around me like I have people and friends who actually like me and they like being around me and people enjoy my company I'm a good person and then you start to think I don't have to put up with this I can you know I can be okay without it and I don't have to hang on to something that makes me feel this way and that's what I had to do I had to learn how to just cut it off and even though it felt really bad and it made me super sad it was like it's either you or me and I'm gonna choose me I'm gonna do what I need to do and I'm gonna give myself everything that I never was able to get from other people I'm gonna start giving that to myself and I had to do that um, and I'm grateful for that twin flame relationship because all of the things that it showed me and revealed to me about myself that I hadn't worked on and that I needed to work on to get to the point that I am today and to get to the point where I can be happily married because I do I have always had that desire to want to be married I just always carried that with fear that it wouldn't work out or that it would go south or that I would be um, abused or you know all of those things that I saw as a child would happen to me but I never let go of wanting to be married and you know hoping that it would be better for me um, I just needed to 
kind of get that wake up call and say, okay, it was like, you know, God or universe saying, hey, you want, you have this desire in your heart deep down. Here are all, here's a list of all the things that you're need to, you're going to need to work through before you get to that point. And these are also the things that are keeping you from being able to get to that point or are going to make you repeat the cycles that you've already seen. So you need to work on them and dumped them right in my lap, which was overwhelming, but necessary. And I started down my path of self-love and healing my heart chakra and understanding what love is and isn't and what I want in a relationship and what I don't want and the type of partner that I want and what I like and what I don't like. All those things that are so important um, that I never thought about before were now sitting in my lap and I had to sort through it and really figure it out and understand why I behaved in the way that I did, um, why I had expectations that I had, where was I projecting onto other people, um, the fears, all that good stuff. That's still a work in progress today. I am still having revelations about all of that stuff today. Um, and it's this is five years later. So it's it's like a never ending journey. And especially if you think about however old you are and then the point where you finally decide to do something different, you've had however many years of programming in this other way, in this, you know, negative whatever, negative way of thinking and feeling. So it may take you just as long to get to a better place. It may not, it may take you halfway as long, um, but you have to expect that it's going to take you a while to reprogram all of the things that you've learned that you are trying to unlearn. It just is. And I had to learn that also and forgive myself for making quote unquote mistakes and forgive myself for allowing myself to be treated um, less than how I deserve to be treated and being okay with it and trying to force someone to see me and, see, and appreciate me um, because I don't, I don't need to do that. And understanding and appreciating myself and realizing that people actually like me. I think for a long time, I never felt that people really liked me. I felt like um, a burden for a lot of my life. And so I felt like people just kind of tolerated me. And for the first time in my life, I started to feel like people are, people are not lying to me when they say these nice things about me. Like they're not just being nice, they actually like me and like having me around and appreciate me. And I am important and I make a difference in their life. So anybody who's not making me feel like that and who's not appreciating me and showing me that I matter, I don't have to deal with that. And it was a big turning point for me um, in starting to respect myself and implement boundaries and be honest with my needs and all of that good stuff. And it was, and still is very tough. And I am still getting new revelations to this day about how relationships, how I want my marriage to be. And I've started speaking in the affirmative about what that looks like for me. And not continuing to claim or cling on to the story of 
what I've seen and how I grew up and how that affected me and saying, you know, I've never seen healthy relationships before, so it's going to be really hard for me. I was having a conversation with one of my best friends about marriage and relationships, and she's married, and she said to me, marriage can be easy. You have to start telling yourself marriage can be easy. Start telling yourself that now, even though you're not um, you know, close to getting married, start telling yourself that now, that marriage can be easy. Marriage can be fun. Marriage um, is for you. All that, like start affirming it now so that you're not continuing to have those doubts in your head that the thing that you really want can happen and that it can happen in a way that you've never imagined it could in a healthier way, in the way that you've always dreamed and even better than that. And so that is my mission now is to be open and receptive to stop telling myself that I can't do it or it won't happen or um, suppressing how I really feel about certain things and just to, to open up my heart truly in a way that I thought I had done and now I'm realizing that I still was emotionally unavailable even thinking that I wasn't and projecting onto other people like oh he's emotionally unavailable I don't want that da, 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 da. but girl you're emotionally unavailable too and you you need to start looking at that you need to start holding the mirror up to yourself and seeing how you um how you project that in the world when you go out to the world and when you date and the things that you think and how you interact um how that ends up attracting the type the very type of man that you don't want and that has happened to me several times aside from the twin flame thing because that's a whole nother that's the whole nother you know journey or ball game or whatever but um you keep attracting the same type of person thinking that something's wrong with them and really it's not something wrong with you but it's the way that you are the energy that you are putting out into the world is being reciprocated and is being called back to you in the form of the same type of man that you so desperately don't want. And so now you have to fix um, what's going on inside of you that's attracting that type of man. What is it in you that they see that seems familiar and is making them gravitate towards you and starting to heal that? and understand it and be honest with myself about it instead of thinking that I have it all figured out and I don't. I still have a lot of work to do, a lot of trauma to work through, a lot of um, forgiveness to di dish out, a lot of things to learn and to understand and I am ready to do all of that work. I am ready and I'm open and I'm receptive and I'm ready to be honest. My heart is opening and I'm I'm grateful to be in to be through another tower moment because that tower moment just killed me. Didn't kill me, but you know what I mean. Um and to come out on the other side of it understanding why I went through it. And understanding that I am now in a new a new chapter of something that I thought I had already worked on and had already mastered and was so good at I'm actually still holding on to a lot of things so 
that is how I have worked through and am working through my relationship trauma is just being honest with myself and not allowing my past to dictate my future and not allowing my fear to stop me from being vulnerable and opening up to people and um, and not allowing myself to be loved by myself or by others and accepting that people do love me and will care for me and that I, I will get what I need, I will. Um, it just may take some time and it will take me giving myself what I need first, but it will, it will happen for me. It's, it's gonna happen for me, it's already happening for me. I'm speaking in the affirmative and I know that this is just the beginning of things changing for the better for me because I now understand how I have been still emotionally unavailable and I'm ready to, to undo that, to let some things go and to welcome some things in. So, so that is me talking about working through my relationship trauma and my blockages. Um, there's more that I could say obviously, but it would be a super long episode. So that is the gist of it. That is, you know, from beginning to present day and the story continues i am not i am not done i am just beginning this new chapter and so i still have a lot more to learn and to grow from and i'm i'm excited to see what's going to happen i'm excited to see where god is going to take me now on this journey and how things can change once i really fully open myself up to being loved and especially in a romantic way allowing someone to fully see me which is scary so scary but it's it's necessary and it's time and I'm excited so yeah so thanks for listening <laughs> um you can find me on Instagram I just want to be, that's A-I-J-U-S-W-A-N-N-A-B-E underscore inspirational, spelled just like the word. Um, that's my Instagram. My website is www.ijustwantobeinspirational.com. And um, TikTok, you can find me under the same name. I just want to be underscore insp. So, they wouldn't let me put inspirational, so it's just I-N-S-P. Um, and yeah, just just keep supporting, keep um, keep everything, keep keep loving, keep opening yourself up, keep healing, keep um, reminding yourself that you're worthy of love, that you're capable of love, that love will find you, that love has found you, that you can trust people that it's okay to be vulnerable, all that good stuff. So see you on the next episode. Have a lovely day. Open your hearts. Go out and hug someone. And I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>